Welcome back to another episode of the Knowledge Podcast by Wahoo. I'm Dr. Ginger Gottschalk, Director of Sports Science Research, and today I'm here with Eddie, and I'm going to talk all about lunges. This is actually one of my primary passions in life, is a lunge, and doing it properly, as well as utilizing a lunge for strength, as well as mobility, so you can get some flexibility from this exercise. Let's chat about this in terms of muscle activation and why a lunge is beneficial for cyclists. Let's start by reviewing the pedal stroke. We have the power phase, which if you're my age, you know an actual clock that has the numbers on it. If you go from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock, that's the power phase. You use your glutes, the big powerhouse Batinsky muscles in the backside, to initiate that power phase and take it down past 3 o'clock. Your quadriceps, the front of your thigh, also come into play during this power phase. And then as you bring the stroke down to the six o'clock and back up, you've got a little activation of your gastrocnemius, that's the back of your calf. And then you begin to get into your hamstrings, the back of your thigh. They flex your knee or make that angle smaller. The thing about a lunge is a lunge is going to activate all of these muscles that I just talked about in the cycling pedal stroke. So it's an optimal exercise and you will see it utilized in multiple of the strength sessions on Wahoo X system. So embrace this movement when you see it come up. There are multiple different kinds of lunges. There are static lunges, which is when you have your feet separated and you're simply initiating the movement from the back leg, bending it and going up and down. There are dynamic lunges in which you are either stepping forward or backward. I'm going to get into some details of this later. There are also some novel types of lunges, like a curtsy lunge. When you actually take the foot back behind and cross it behind your front foot, I'm going to tell you why I would love you to never, ever in your entire life ever do this again. I have some strong opinions about these various types of lunges. So we're going to go through each of these individually and start with a static lunge and how to get in the proper position for it. The proper position is critical for knee health. Your front knee, in terms of how it works, you want it to be just in one plane, so it just bends and extends. That's it. So you don't want any additional pressure on it. And you want to make sure that your knee is always over the front ankle and not coming in front of the toes. Why? It puts strain and stress on the knee and is going to actually aggravate that joint, the patella and the femur. And it kind of squishes the meniscus and it wears out the cartilage. So bad stuff. You also want to maximize the activity. When you are doing a lunge, moving down and up, the primary muscles are the quadriceps, front of the thigh, and your gluteus maximus. You also get some synergies on the inside of your thigh called the adductors, specifically the adductor magnus. That's your big inner thigh muscle, as well as a stabilizer in your calf called the soleus, which is one of the muscles that just stays active all the time when you're standing and helps maintain stability in that position. You also get activity of the hamstrings, especially when you are going down, 
But don't forget about the back leg because the back leg is also has activity in all of these muscle groups. So when you are lowering down the hamstring, the back of your thigh is active in the back leg, as well as the gastrocnemius, which is the big muscle at the back of your calf, and the tibialis anterior, which is the front of your calf. Here's another cool thing. To do this, your entire core is also being activated. So from shoulder to hip, you want to make sure you have a nice, strong posture. You are putting some tension between the shoulder blades, keeping your chest up, and you'll get activity in the rectus abdominis, your main core muscle at the front, your obliques at the side, and what is called the quadratus laborum, which is in your lower back. All of these active. So Eddie, did I just convince you that there's activity in basically the entire lower body making the lunge a premier exercise to do for your cycling training. You did. Whew, brilliant. All right, now let's get into the different kinds of lunges and beginning with a static lunge. If you want to actually play along here and do the activities as I'm describing them, I'm going to describe them for Eddie and he will be in action as we go. So to get in the perfect lunge position, I'd like you to please come down to both knees and just kneel. So you're on the floor and you're kneeling. Lift your chest up, roll the shoulder blades back, and step one leg forward. The goal here now is going to be for your front leg to be at 90 degrees, looks fabulous, and your back leg to also be at 90 degrees. Eddie is dominating right now. Tuck the toes of your back leg under and push off the floor so that you are lifted now off the floor with the back knee. This is actually the position of the lunge. Your feet are hip distance apart, and this is the length of your legs, which may feel long. To initiate the static lunge, you bend the knee of the back leg until the front thigh is at 90 degrees. Push out of the heel of the front leg and lift up and squeeze your glutes as you come to the top. How'd that feel, Eddie? It hurts. It hurts so good. You could do sets of these bodyweight lunges, 15 to 20 reps on each side is really all you would need, two to three sets, two to three times a week. And honestly, killer workout. You could add weights, either in terms of a dumbbell or a barbell. You could even hold a gallon water jug in the hand of the leg that is behind you. So that's where you hold it. Why? If you hold it on the hand of the leg that is back, you actually get additional activity in one of the glute muscles called the glute medius, which is really going to help with low back health. And it's one that doesn't get worked a lot in cycling. So you want to make sure you tag that one. Now let's talk about stepping lunges. My favorite is the backward stepping lunge. You start just standing up with your feet hip distance apart, and you can alternate stepping back. So one leg will step back, plant it long, as long as you were when you did the static lunge, even longer, and then drop the back knee, push out of the front heel, and step together again. Excellent. Now alternate sides. So that's a backward stepping lunge. You could focus on one side by doing 15 to 20 reps on one side, or you could alternate. This is the best because you minimize this, what is called the extensor knee moment. And 
Therefore, you have the best opportunity to get the knee in the position we are going to maximize activity and minimize injury. Now let's go to a forward stepping lunge. The forward stepping lunge, and I'm just going to have Eddie do one and evaluate his form. Go for it, Eddie. Step one leg forward, drop the back knee down. Now I want you to check out what happened to your knee when you did that. It takes, it basically is going away from the direction that it wants to bend and it's going in front of the ankle. That is causing this knee extensor moment to be very high and causes stress at the knee joint, the patellofemoral joint. So therefore, a backward stepping lunge is your best option if you want to make it dynamic. So it's one time in life when a step backward is actually moving you forward in terms of being a stronger athlete. I would love for you to see somebody in the gym and just evaluate their form when they do a forward stepping lunge and see how it is very difficult to get the length between your feet to do the lunge safely. Think about if you're wearing a weight on your back then at the same time. The impact when you step forward is three to four times your body weight if you don't even have any weight in your hand or on your back. And if you're doing multiple steps forward, this is literally a way to just crush the knee. So from now on, I want you to judge people that you see doing forward stepping lunges improperly and step backward instead, or do a crazy set of static lunges, just up and down with a ton of weight. Best bet. Now, curtsy lunges. Ooh. This hurts me just looking at them because not only do you not get the distance between your feet to give a healthy angle between your thigh and your calf and keep the knee safe, but you're also doing a twisting moment at that front knee and it's also very unstable. In addition, you get about 30% of the muscle activation in your glutes and your quads that you do in a regular static lunge or backward stepping lunge. So there's really no reason to try to get crazy with the lunge and do a curtsy lunge. It does nothing for you except for increase your injury risk. So I hope I convinced you in this brief <laughs> diatribe I went through what your best options are for the lunge and what to stay away from and what to tell your friends would be best not to do which is no stepping forward or a curtsy lunge. I got one more thing for you. A bench, a low bench. So not a bench like you're going to sit on and do any sort of chest work, but like a low step bench that you would use for an aerobics class. This is also a great, if you want to call it a creative option for lunges, where the front leg is on the bench, you step back, and that's going to give you some additional activity in the glute meat also. And just feels a little bit different, gives you some variety if you want to try something new. Next, moving into a different way to utilize lunges. We just talked about strength. You can also use a lunge, lunge for flexibility. So let's talk about some options here. Am I done here? You're not done. You're not off the hook. <laughs> you are not off the hook. In fact, Eddie, do you remember in our yoga session, we did a down dog? Mm -hmm. Could you please do one now? So a down dog, folks, you can start on all fours, just as a quick reminder. 
Your hands are shoulder width apart. Your feet are hip distance apart. Eddie just demonstrated one perfectly. From the kneeling or quadruped position, he tucked his toes under, lifted his hips, and now he's in this V position where his hips are high. He's actually dropping his heels really nicely to the ground and pressing his chest towards his thighs. Down dog is a fabulous stretch. And to get to a perfect lunge position is a great way to start. Now, Eddie, here's the tricky part. You're going to really have to use the front of your hips and step one leg forward all the way to your hands, all the way through your hands if you can, so you get to a 90-degree angle in the knee. It's tricky. You can bend your knees. Yes. Oh, and look at him. He just adjusted, folks, so that he gets his knee directly over the ankle. That's perfect. How does that feel in the stretch position, Eddie? It hurts. It does hurt. Now, you can keep the back knee down and then lift your chest up. And just press gently forward. Feel that in your front of the hip in the back leg. Nice, right? So that's a hip flexor stretch from the lunge position. Really nice. Now we're going to get a little twist in this. Take the arm that's on the same side as your back leg and put it right underneath your shoulder on the floor. Lift your back knee up and open your chest to the bent knee side. So you're going to look away from me, Eddie. Hand lifts up and you're going to twist to open to the wall. This is a lunge twist. Here, we are getting a nice stretch in the chest as well as the outside of the hip in your front bent leg. How's that one feel? Really nice. Good, right? Yeah. All right, I've got two more for you. Okay. Not off the hook. From that kneeling lunge position, whenever you're ready, maybe you want to switch sides so you could take your right leg back. From this kneeling lunge, so we're back at the 90-90 position, we can get a stretch of the hamstring by simply lifting up and then pushing back so that the front knee is straight. There we go. This is going to get us a stretch in the back of the thigh of the front leg. You can lean forward into it and press your hips back. You could slowly drop your chest towards the thigh, whatever feels good for you. But this is great for the posterior chain or your hamstrings, also called the knee flexors. All right, we've got one last one. We haven't talked about the quads yet from a lunge position. I'm ready. He's ready, folks. Kneeling lunge one more time. Excellent. Now, this one is a little tricky. The goal is to lift your chest up, look back at your back foot, and actually grab it if you can get a quad stretch. So you're going to grab the foot and pull it in towards your hip. This is, requires a lot of flexibility in the low back. Sometimes you get a little crampy, so do this only when you're warm and when you've done some repetitive activity first. So this is lunge with a quad stretch. All right. So we went over varieties of a lunge for strength. My recommendations, static lunges with or without weight, dynamic lunges with weight that is in the hand of the backward stepping leg, and try to avoid, unless you can maximize the form, forward stepping lunges, and please, no more curtsies. Lunges for stretching. From a down dog, go to a kneeling lunge, drop the back knee, press forward, get your hip flexors.
take it to a twist by opening the chest to the front thigh to get more of the outside hip. Push back from this position and lengthen the front leg to get a stretch in the back of your thigh or stay in the kneeling position and pull the back heel into your hip for a quad stretch. Boom, 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 boom. Four options to stretch the lower limbs and the primary muscles of the leg from a lunge position. Well, that is it for another episode of the Knowledge Podcast by Wahoo. We hope that you're able to take away some useful information that will help you get strength and length from lunges and make you a better endurance athlete.